Alexander, and I can do anything. Hey, you guys, it's Joy, and I'm I'm just TT Joy Joy. Ha! And this is why, why we're, we're friends. friends. Was I supposed to say why we're friends too? No, it's no, all good. It's good. Okay. You can keep this part in too. It doesn't okay, that's great. No, that's great. All right, awesome. What's up, y'all? We have Studio Fiend Joy. What up, Joy? What up, what up? Hot on the mic with us today. Right? 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 right. All right, so before we jump into, you know, heavier matters, mm-hmm. we have to talk Get about it out. recently, uh, <laughs> recently, I know, recent big things that have happened recently. There's you only know, one real big thing that's happened in your word. world. Recently, yes. the, the big thing that's been recently, uh, the Carters released their joint album. They did. Uh, they already kicked off their On the Run 2 world tour. So they released it. And people who went to the first, you know, three, four shows, I don't know what they saw. Maybe they did a song here or there. Mm-hmm. But the album was released after the tour already started. And this album, I I know I was going to go and take a nap on Saturday. And the same thing happened with Lemonade. Lemonade came out on a Saturday. I was about to take a nap and I, like something in my spirit was not right. It was <laughs> unsettled. Okay. And I, and I was like, why I can't sleep? Why I can't sleep? Why and so I, I just, sleep? I just, I got up and I, I, I looked at my phone and I was like, oh Lord Jesus, I was like, it's an album. And so I immediately jumped on Twitter to you know see what was going on. And then I ran right over to Tidal and of course it was on Tidal. And then a few days later, it's on Spotify. This album, I have so many feelings that I'm not even sure a full episode dedicated to my feelings on this album would, would qualify as, you know, as something people would want to listen to. But I just had to put it out there. This album is phenomenal. And Tamisha Joy, thoughts? I loved it. Like I, it's such, it's like the third act of a really beautiful story. I was just telling yes. a few of my friends, like I was listening to it as part of my self care and I was at a coffee shop listening to it and I was coloring and it was just so nice to be able to kind of take it all in. Like, I feel like when I got to the end of the ninth track, I was like shocked cause I didn't realize it was over so quickly. But right. then I was like, I need to listen to this multiple times because I know that there are layers that I missed. So I'm going to be taking the next few weeks to just listen to it again at like different intervals just so I can take in the whole experience. But I was telling my friends what I really want to do is listen to the Lemonade album and then listen to 444 and then listen to this album. And I feel like it's just this this beautiful unfolding of their story. Um, And so, yeah, I loved it. I loved, um, I really love Friends. It was like you got like a sneak peek into their world. Um, into what they were thankful for. It, it was just like their album of gratitude and all the shit they had gone through in their lives, like getting to this point and just being grateful and processing that musically was, it was brilliant. Right. And there, there are so many th- pieces people who have written, not just on threads on Twitter, but articles yeah. regarding the significance behind every single image that you see in the video mm-hmm. or in the the pictures being released like there's so many different things that i, I just encourage everyone just google beyonce and i know a, a handful of articles are going to come up and different people who are going to point out the the levels of significance to you know whether it be the mona lisa or the way that beyonce is not moving subtly or you know just whatever it is uh there, there's a lot and then i don't i don't you know beyonce didn't 
call me about this. But when it <laughs> comes to your uh, point about it not like feeling like it ended, like it was quick, it went by fast. I noticed that this album did feel like it felt shorter. I think there's what nine tracks. Nine like tracks, it, it yeah. felt shorter. And I'm I know that the way that digital, not just streaming, but the way that you know people listen to albums nowadays is a lot different than the way people listen to albums even five years ago. Mm. And I'm wondering if that had anything to do with the fact that the songs feel a little bit like they're not you know, they're shorter or the album felt like it was shorter. Well, I mean, back in the day, like when you listen to certain tracks, like an EP, EPs didn't used to always be like 15 to 18 songs. Like yeah. they were shorter, but that was because each song had so much weight. And I think that that's kind of being reintroduced to having weighty songs that are rich um, and not having a lot. So quality over quantity, I think, yeah. which is why I said, I think I was, I was left wanting more, which I should have felt like. But I also realized at the same time, I need to listen to this again because there's Ooh, yes. stuff I still need to get from this. So I think that, that was my feeling when it ended. I was actually like, I was so into it and like coloring that when it nothing played at the end, I was like, wait, did, I thought something was wrong. And I was like, oh, it's just, it's over. Yeah. So yeah, no, I think it's, it's purposeful, which I think is great. Joy. Yeah, I, I was just about to give Joy's handle. Joy's Instagram handle is Studio Fiend, S T E W D I O P H E E N. And the reason I give that out is because when we walked into the studio today, we were talking about the album, and Joy said, you know, Joy was Joy was like, I'm not really here for it. So, just, uh, so y'all go ahead head yet. over to Joy's <laughs> Instagram account. You know, lighter ass. Wow, <laughs> see, he be trying to I'm get a, the beehive uh, on people. I'm, Joy. I'm going to. I'm going to listen wow. though. I'm playing. Oh, you just Joy, haven't listened to it yet. I haven't. And how not, are you not here for it? I haven't listened to it yet. You know, I, I think, just I think some junk. people are just like, when things are immediately have so much hype around it, there's just some people who yeah, just yeah, reject yeah. I, that. I definitely have to just take time to listen to that, it. That was, yeah. Uh -huh. yeah I'm not going to not listen Absolutely, to it. Absolutely. Because what you about. just played, uh, like the track, the, the beat sound dope. So yeah. like, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I really but see, enjoy as, it. As somebody, you know, this, this is you know when you take our Lord and Savior's name and you say I'm my not really my sure Lord and Savior's name is Jesus. Okay, hi, yeah. So continue. <laughs> uh, okay. I just okay, okay, all right. Well, Y'all, it's gonna be some gloves coming <laughs> off in a minute. I'm gonna be counting. Um. Okay. So what's next? Yes. Yeah. No. I mean, <laughs> 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 moving right along. All right. <laughs> Yeah. I am excited to listen. All right, y'all. That was a I'm great episode of Why We're Friends. Okay, I'm taking See you off next week. I'm gonna have to referee. See, this is why I don't, no. I don't, I don't wear nice things. Okay, so no. Break up some kind the of little, fight. the little clip that I did here when it first came on, I was in the car with Bradley and we were driving, and um, I looked at my phone and I was like, "Wait a minute, what is the Carters?" And I saw the post, and this was like an hour afterwards, hmm. but everyone else hadn't figured it out yet. And so I looked and I was like, yo, they just dropped an album. And the little snippet that we did here, Beyonce sounded like everyone else, which is why I was like immediately like, I'm not here for this. I don't know what it is, but she sounded like today's music. Okay. So you were just speaking on it without having a well-informed opinion. That's what I'm getting from you. Wow. I'll be honest. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I just went off of the little snippet. I appreciate I, I went off of the little snippet that I heard, and I was just like, "All right, well, uh, okay." The the beat, everything sound dope. Beyonce just, you know, she sound like she was the female version of Migos. Oh, so 
on that one track, and it was the track with Amigos wow. and Pharrell. Wow, wow, wow. You know what I'm saying? So I want to read a word from the oh Lord, Acts 2, verse 2. So suddenly there was a sound from heaven, like the roaring of a mighty windstorm. I don't understand And it filled the is house like. where they were sitting. Then what looked like flames of tongues of fire appeared okay. and settled on each of them. And that's, that's the only what I word say he's had today. Listening to the album. <laughs> I just want the saints to know that. A mighty windstorm from heaven All of the came word. out of heaven. And hit me upside my face. Wow. That's all and of the words that he's had. And that windstorm came in the form of, of the long. songs, Nice, Boss. That serious? Uh, I, I really did the like thing. the Friends. That I just. I'm going to go listen to it. I that Friends song, though, like that hit me. I was like, oh, man. I just, I'm going to listen to it for real. Are but no, I yeah. think. No, I think I think it was good. I think it's it's interesting to see just what happens when they drop an album or when Beyonce drops an album, it's almost like, I wonder like if they're just sitting there going, and wait for it, wait for it, watch, 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 and just see all like the chaos that happens. Well, like, yeah. it's fascinating. Well, cause when Lemonade was released, that was released after, uh, okay, so there was, Lemonade was released, well, no, we didn't, I mean, that was, yeah, but after the elevator fight, but there was a YouTube uh, account that was, no, it wasn't Beyonce, it wasn't anybody famous, they uploaded the, the video to formation to this YouTube account, and it was just like, let's just put it up here, oh, and let real? the world find out when they find out. She didn't post it on her page, she didn't mm. post it anywhere. It I was had just no this idea video about that. that all of a sudden, people were like, wait a minute, that's Beyonce, this is new music, and it went viral immediately. It was on a Saturday, mm. April, uh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> Listen, you need to take at your rate, beehive uniform uh, off right now. So because then, it's all that the way year on. at the Super Bowl, she announced that she would be singing with Coldplay and Bruno Mars. Yeah. Yeah. She did a part of Formation and then sang with them. And then at the end of that Super Bowl performance, it was like on the screen, uh, Formation World Tour and said, tickets on, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So then they release it. And then there's this whole big, I mean, the, the album Lemonade obviously was an HBO <laughs> special. Yes. And peop, the album, was, Lemonade wasn't released when that, special came out on hbo mm -hmm. at any rate you know we we still dipping on our lolos so we're gonna have to go to break <laughs> right quick and, and yes. we'll, be, we'll be right back maybe hopefully we'll, both Joy of them will, will be back because be i'm gonna we'll tell right them back. to to not fight so y'all pray for us during this break that's your time oh wait say a little prayer so if you have never gone to youtube and google search natalie cole and whitney houston uh, singing Say a Little Prayer. That video, I just have to say, brings me so much joy because it's, it's back in the day when... Yeah, anyway, go look it up. Natalie yes. Cole, Whitney Houston, Say a Little Prayer, and now we can go to break. During this break, yes. Why We're Friends is a Level Ground podcast. Level Ground is collaborating with artists to inspire empathy and friendship across societal divisions. Hey, friends. We are back. And as promised, last time we were talking about Pride Month. Happy Pride Month again to everyone. Yes. And we are having such rich conversation and we want to continue that so alex i'm gonna hand the floor not the floor the mic the space the i don't know all the things over to you and what do you got for us this week yeah i'm so happy that we're celebrating the alphabet community this month the lgbtqia my little, my little CBD, alphabet community. CBD, THC, yeah, all of that. It's my alphabet community, not mine. I mean, I say it very possessively, but I mean like the alphabet mm -hmm. community. That's mm -hmm. what I say because there are always uh, different uh, letters being added, which I think is beautiful because it shows that there is, there has been representation for things that are outside of uh, 
heteronormative and what we know there's there are things outside of what we've been raised and socialized to believe and that's mm-hmm. why i love it mm-hmm. um but i know that when we had talked last time we had talked about joy's post on instagram uh that was kind of like hey y'all like love who you are but take your time doing it yeah and now joy's on the mic with us and yeah. so you know just the conversation surrounding take your time uh specifically when it comes to how you identify when it comes to whether it be your how you identify in your gender or you know how you identify in sexual orientation and i'm leaving a lot of stuff out here but just mm-hmm. in, in this whole conversation uh, you know how, how do we how do we move forward and make space for people to be authentic and explore what it means for them to be authentic and in the same breath figure out how to address them and how to how to interact you know does that Mm -hmm. make sense Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i think that the first step is to if to understand that if that tea doesn't taste good for you that's okay find a tea that does Mm. and when i say that i mean (laughs) she saw my face yeah spill all all Um, the tea if you see something that you're not either like comfortable with or you don't understand that's okay that you don't understand it. It's not meant for you to understand. It's not meant for you to be okay with. So when you see two women showing PDA or two men showing PDA or someone who looks like a girl or who, you know what I'm saying? Like whatever it looks like that causes you to be like, yo, what? Is that a spider? No? Okay, I'm sorry. No, Beyonce was just kind of okay. in the press. No. Her presence Stop. is in this room. Stop it right now. Like I might win. Going to hit you upside the head. You better Stop. get everything you need to stay out. <laughs> <laughs> the key to the fly from season one is back. Oh, Lord. Um. So, no, what I was trying to say was if you see something that is foreign to you in the form of sexuality or gender, it's okay that you don't understand it. And that's for someone who may be heterosexual, you know? And if that means that you go and, I don't know if you necessarily ask, but if you um, do research, you know, to better, to get knowledge for yourself, I think that that um, is a good place to start because if you see a guy out with his boyfriend, he's not out to make you feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. If you see a girl out with her girlfriend, she's not out. They're not out having dinner to make you comfortable. And if it makes you uncomfortable, then it's like you might need to check something within because in 2018, it's huge to understand that people are different and that love does not have a certain image. And to go back to where I was rambling just a second ago, I've mm-hmm. come down off that high. My <laughs> apologize. But uh, but to go back to what I was trying to articulate and obviously didn't, that concept of seeing, like wanting, like even people who are supportive and want to be supportive, but also saying, I, I want to be supportive, but I don't know what I'm being supportive of because, you know, you might be figuring that out like what how you identify or what you believe or what you think or living authentically and so it's like do i still apply like how do i apply our that to our 
friendship or relationship. And I think what it goes to show for me is that people probably aren't as close as they do believe to people mm -hmm. uh, if they don't already have that conversation mm -hmm. or if they don't already have that uh, that piece. Yeah. Not figured out, but right. But uh, with family dynamic, it makes it all the more difficult. Yeah. Different or difficult, mm -hmm. Tamisha? What are you? What are your thoughts? Because yeah, I, I, I will ramble, sorry. and Joy will ramble, and you, you kind of. I am. I'm, I'm quiet because I'm the the person with privilege in the room in this conversation, so I'm listening <laughs> first. So that oh, was well, my I practice. That. See, that. I, I, and that's dope because it's like allow the person to just be, because trying to figure out who you are, especially if you're different other than what you've been raised <laughs> around or what you see on television. Well, before scandal. Um, what you see on wait not scandal my bad what's the other one how to get away with murder because it had like spicy you don't watch it you don't I watch it I watch it Jack Falahi had some spicy so. hot sex yeah like and dear white people you know what I'm saying like before it became a little bit more common to see it on TV it's like um, I lost my train of thought well okay I'm Actually, gonna pick the it up and there the have been also has have characters that are also um, same-sex loving. The superhero shows, mm -hmm, the Arrow mm -hmm. and the Flash, they also have, they have marriages. Mm -hmm. one, one of the characters And that shows married. the, di oh, sorry, you yeah. getting ready to say something. Sorry. Sorry. No, 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 I'm just, I'm taking it all in because I think that there's, at least for me, and this is where my anxiety kicks in, mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I look at where we are now and how far we've come, even in the last five years, in terms of representation mm -hmm. uh, in network television shows or shows with Netflix or whatever, movies. We see more representation uh and, and I, so I think there's a part of me that celebrates the strides that have been made. And there's also this feeling of, okay, well, sometimes there are, you know, queer characters on a TV show and it's played by a straight person. And it's like, mm. you know, in my mind, like even with Dallas Buyers Club with had Matthew McConaughey and Jared Leto, uh, I don't know for sure how Jared Leto identifies. I know that he's publicly been in relationships with members of the opposite sex. Um, but, but in my mind, it's like, he's playing a trans woman. Now, granted, there might not be a lot of high profile trans women who would have drawn, I had the same draw and audience appeal. Mm -hmm. And so that was definitely a factor, but that's where my, my, not anxiety, but my frustration comes in because as happy as I am about the strides, because I do believe that through those movies and TV shows, as much as people want to discount it, people watching those, it doesn't, it is empowering. There are people yeah. who watch that stuff and say, yeah. oh, like, I, I don't have to be ashamed of yeah. something. Or I don't, mm -hmm. you know, there are people who are watching these things or seeing something the way we live our lives and saying, mm -hmm. oh, I can too not be like them, but I can live in my own truth. Mm -hmm. Or even if I'm an actor, oh, there's roles. They're allowing this. It's not a secret anymore because it's not a secret. You know, mm -hmm. we've been taught and raised that it, you know, it's a man and a woman, and that's the image that we've seen. So it's caused, you know, if you're attracted to women and you're a woman, or if you're a man and you're attracted to men, it's like, okay, now I have to live a secret. But now it's like, like you said, these strides are showing, like, no, this isn't a secret. Like, do you. It's not that serious. Yeah. And just to go back to what I was saying, that the image of love is so different now. And just to take it outside of the LBGTQIA alphabet it's like when you see love it could be a man and a woman it could be two women it could be two men um it could be a little kid playing with a puppy 
Mm-hmm. Like that's no, love. Uh, wait a minute, no, <laughs> don't don't go there. Because <laughs> I know don't we got some listeners who will though. <laughs> okay, no, are you? But you get what I'm trying to say? No, yes. I totally get what you're yes. saying. Like totally what when you see love, it's like, and it, this dawned on me like the other day. It's like, yo, love just looks different, and it's okay yeah. that it looks different. Allow whomever to love how they love. Like, imagine like. Being in love with somebody and not being able to be in love with that person because of what everybody else is going to say or do or how they're going to treat you. And I know there's a lot of people that struggle with that. But at the end of the day, if if I'm a straight woman, if I'm a straight woman and I love being in love with a man, but I see a man or there's a I know that there's a man out there who's in love with another man, but can't be with that man because of how mm-hmm. like I may treat them or how I may feel about it. It's like, okay, let's stop thinking about self for a second and think about, okay, there's somebody out there who's in love, but can't be in love mm-hmm. because they're afraid of what someone like me may think or may say. And that's sad because I think it's indicative of the way we're raised. There's a lot of people who mm-hmm. from the time they were five or six and they said, you know, I, I know I'm quote unquote different is, you know, a lot of people say. Mm-hmm. So there, there are a lot of people who are raised in atmospheres where they were supported and where they were, you know, uh, mm-hmm. supported to, to, to live their truth from a young age. Mm-hmm. And then there's a lot of people who take on the pressures and the projections of others and say, well, I don't want to screw everything up. And so, right. you, you know, and so even in terms of like coming out, we're mm-hmm. in this, this fun place in the world right now at least in in my connections where there are some people who it's like well i don't come out because people just know and then they're you know what i'm saying like the people in my circle with the way i was raised my parents my family everybody just knows and the people who matter know yeah it's like like, i i never had to come out you know i don't have a coming out story and then there's people who you know they they say like look i need to make this as an announcement because i haven't been living my full truth or Mm -hmm. i want to live my full truth publicly whatever that looks like and so even in terms of like coming out stories like i don't have a coming out story you know like i don't i don't and i don't think that everybody needs to have one and mm-hmm. i think to put that on people is like a really really unfair projection because people have asked me before like people have asked me before not just how i identify but like who i'm interested in and like and like you know and so like like one time when i was you know younger somebody asked me like so um and somebody i didn't even know like real well and they're like so like uh like do, do you like do you like men and i was like i was like i will answer any question you Ask me if you'll answer any question I ask you. Mm. So I was like, so when's the last time your pussy was wet? Okay. Needless to say, they didn't get an answer to my question, (laughs) their question, you know, because it's like there are certain things that it's like if if it matters, you go find out. How old were you when this? I was like seven years old. I was like, when's the last time your pussy was wet? No, I, I see it. I I'm see just it kidding. happening. But my point is like if if I if I were interested in dating Tamisha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. So I had to take <laughs> off the guys and put a yeah, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So if I were interested in dating Tamisha, mm-hmm. uh, I would, I would approach you in the respectful mm-hmm. <laughs> consent. Uh, I I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, be abrasive. My point is I would approach you the way I would approach anybody. I wouldn't be abrasive. I wouldn't be like, Hey, you need to date me. Like I would do what I would do anywhere. Mm -hmm. But with people who like 
you're not interested in in that romantic way mm -hmm. i'm not sure how it applies to you how they identify unless you're trying to be respectful of like their gender pronouns and right. and you know you want to get closer to them but those are things you're gonna find out like yeah. those are things you will find out yeah or you you just humble yourself and you'll be corrected like yeah. i was at a retreat and normally like we have space where we lead with our pronouns mm -hmm. um but in that what space, we didn't. We leave with the pronouns. Like when you do introductions, they say, please, you know, your name, your pronouns, da 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 da. So now um. everybody can say, hey, you know, I'm Tamisha. My pronouns are she, her. Um, da, da, da. So, like in introductions, it just creates a space so That's everybody so kind of. No, but no. I think it's not necessary. in a bad way because no, my facial expression might no, not be. Yeah, I know, but it's, but it's, it's necessary. Yeah, I think it's, it's just a sense of like, it's honoring to that person. And so during the meeting, the, one of the people raised their hand and were like, we didn't go over pronouns, but just so you know, I'm them they. And everybody was like, right. Okay. Yes. So like, because I, and I, I didn't recall if what pronouns I used mm -hmm. when engaging with that person. Right. But I'm pretty sure it wasn't them they. Mm -hmm. So hearing that is like, oh, yes. It's like a retraining. It's a thing, but yes, it it's a retraining mm -hmm. and it's not, and it's just a humility like, okay. Yeah. Yes. This is it. This is a space that creates hospitable space for people to name who they are and there's no reason to be defensive about that so instead yeah. of asking maybe yeah. leave well, but also friend. like the singular they them it's mm -hmm. not just that it's, it's gaining popularity it's that a lot of people they feel more like they do feel more comfortable yes. without the association between a like a male or a female he him his she her hers like people do and to be respectful of that and to say like okay like i don't i don't know if you associate with the gender that was assigned to you at birth you right. know like all these gender reveals i'm always like okay like you're having a child we get it the child may have what we know to be the anatomy of uh, a male and so therefore we put all these projections and these things out there and in terms of what you said joy like retraining it is a retraining mm -hmm. just like there's a lot of people who have to retrain on a lot of things now yeah. that it's 2018 yeah. and i think that that's one of those areas where it's like you know people a lot of times not that what you were saying was terrible but it's like there, there's people who say oh my god i now i have to find out what their gender pronouns yeah. are now i have to do this and it's like i bet you if you got 20 dollars handed to you every time you got their gender pronouns right you would get their gender pronouns fucking right, right. and i mean not it's, it's you, not like just no, I got you. we treat it yeah. as like an investigation like what if we treated it like it was a hospitable space so like one of the things that i do is if you go on like my instagram or my twitter or if you get my email signature after my name in parentheses it says she her and that's just mm. a way of saying i realize that people's pronouns are important to how they identify mm. and so instead of just going out asking you i start the conversation by saying i understand that and to start i'll say i'm she her so it's like going up to a person instead of going what's your name going hi i'm tamisha how are you and inviting them into that space now whether they answer or not is up to them but you're saying this is a space that you can share your name as i have done so i, I think instead of going well, do you like this and what do you do what's your pronouns and who it is and da, 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 da. it's like goes. hey i you know i'm tamisha my you know my pronouns are she her but it, not in a way of like i don't start every conversation with that but right. just by my email and my social media 
I it's just a small way that I go, okay, I'm trying to create hospitable space. Yeah. But see, that right there in and of itself, like this whole conversation that we're having is like one big clusterfuck of a messy moment. <laughs> like really it is because yeah. we're living, you know, each and every one of us are, you know, taking an aspect of what we started this conversation with and I started this segment out a little bit messy, mm-hmm. but like we're, we're taking one aspect of it and we're all like adding really great points. Mm-hmm. But to a lot of people, this is so foreign yeah, even yeah. even the first sentence of this podcast was so foreign. And so yeah. people are like, what? There's more than just LGBT? Like, they didn't even, you know. Yeah. You know, and that, that's cool. You know, that people are on that level of, like, I don't know. And I don't think there's anything wrong with not knowing. I, I, a lot of people, I think, have a fear of, like, well, I don't know what all the terms are. Or I don't know what all the protocol is. And that's okay. And that is okay. It's but, okay. But as a the heterosexual person in the room, like... I didn't know that, but I just put myself in a room and you made an effort. I did. And it you was made just an like, effort. yes, acknowledge that you don't know. Cause I think a lot mm-hmm. of people go through the world as if they know things that they don't yes. really, yeah. they really don't know. Acknowledge that you don't know. And there's a lot that you have to learn. Mm-hmm. But at that point that you acknowledge it, you have a choice whether or not you are going to learn or you're going to remain in willful ignorance. And that's your Speak choice. On it. And if you, that's something that you just, I just can't, I don't have the time to learn all that. I have all the, yeah. I mean, that's your choice. But again, you can't be coming for communities and saying, I don't understand this and da, 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 if you're not willing to learn. Right. The moment you name your ignorance, you have a choice to either correct that by learning mm-hmm. or to remain willfully ignorant. That part. And, and so invite f- the people in your life right. to correct and, it. And so for me, um, one table, which was a student group on campus at Fuller, was how I learned. They had a session. They they literally just talked about names. And I was just like, so what does this mean? And what does that mean? And what are all the letters again? And what? And it was just you a asked. space where I could just ask questions. Yeah. And everybody could say, this is how I identify. This is what this means to me. Because so for some people who are part of the community, it isn't that important to them. And that's mm-hmm. another thing I learned. Like, there is so much diversity within the community that part yeah some people they're like why are you leading with she i don't care like why are you like stop trying to like signal me like it may just be a different thing and so going in going this is how i treat every person of like if there's any consistency in how you treat people that are different from you that consistency needs to be respect and love yeah bottom line but, but what you said is such a great point there's such a diversity of people uh within the community specifically LGBTQIA community that we're talking about right now. Yeah. There's so there's such a diversity of people who are in this community. Uh, and and that, that's a great thing. But I think, again, it, it goes back to the way we see things like, oh, well, if you're, if you're this, I'm going to project this certain image. Like, like Caitlyn Jenner has some of the worst politics in the planet, okay? Like some of the worst politics and political mm-hmm. views mm-hmm. and absurd stuff that she has said. But it's still wrong for people to ask her if she's had surgery uh, right. certain, you know, there's yeah. still wrong for people to ask her about her, her anatomy, her physical body, right. because that's not their right. You want to, you want to squabble about her politics, squabble about the politics, right. but her body, like that's not, that's not level. Why is round. it your business? Some people got all kind of jacked up stuff going on there. <laughs> and just as heterosexual <laughs> as the day is long, you don't want asking everybody. No, I know, but that's, but that's how people see it. They're right. like, Oh, well this is, you know, well, we want to know, did you have surgery? And it's like, okay, there's more to it than whether or not she had surgery. And I just say that to say like, there, it's a diverse, you know, it's a diverse, uh, playing field. It's a diverse group of people. I'm, yeah. I'm, I love what you said about not messing up, but about, 
like admitting what you don't know because even as somebody who identifies as queer there is so much that i don't know and i hope that you know that the next episode will kind of talk a little bit about that and what does queer liberation look like yeah because i know that for me even even this subject is like i i don't know everything you know i was not raised in a necessarily affirming atmosphere so i feel like i'm playing catch up yeah and i also feel like there's a lot of people who you know across the spectrum who identify as lgbtqia and and their stories look you know like a rainbow a whole bunch of different colors Mm -hmm. i think this is a great point to take a break (laughs) i've learned a lot i need to process it during the break (laughs) so i can come back with things that we've learned but i'll probably just share one or two because i'm still processing so let's shoot for a break and then we'll get back we could all use a little time to take care of our bodies and rest Rebecca May Massage, that's R-E-B-E-K-A-H-M-E-I Massage, specializes in Swedish deep tissue and prenatal massage. If you would like to book a massage, you can call or text to set up your appointment. Hit up 717-858-1375. You can also email Rebecca May Massage at gmail.com or visit the Facebook page at Rebecca May Massage. Hey, we're back. We're just in the middle of conversation because I'm still trying to process what I've learned. But Alex knows all the things, so <laughs> he's going to share what he learned first. Nah, <laughs> I what I've learned, what I've learned, kind of reflects back to what Joy said in the last segment because I know we covered a lot of ground and it was scattered in ways. Uh, but what I've learned is the concept and the feeling of love and holding space for love yeah. because. It is not my business and it's not my right. It's not my role or responsibility to convince somebody that they need to either live the way I'm living or to live as quote unquote openly as I'm living. That's not my responsibility. My responsibility is to hold a space where everybody feels comfortable to explore whatever they believe Mm -hmm. and whatever they're feeling, you know, whatever they, uh, you know, it's just, it's not my place to, to, yeah. Yeah. That's good. I, I feel like I could go on and on on so many different ways. That's why we have more than one episode. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's why I'm like in my mind. I have to stop myself because I'm like, okay, there's <laughs> 10 different directions I could go with this right yeah. now, but I'm not going to because you've had things you've learned. And so I have. You. Yes. So I think one of the things that I was thinking about that I learned is um, you are not the gatekeeper for other people's openness and agency. And I think it was just listening to the to your conversation and joy about what you said about how if you see a person walking down the street and like them, you know, showing PDA makes you uncomfortable. Like they weren't getting out holding hands going, how, how can we make Tamisha comfortable today or whoever comfortable today? And I, and I think it's it's really interesting how people who are a part of the heterosexual community has these set of demands and questions and and requirements in order for people of the LGBT community to be to be open. Like you can be open in who you are, but like what was your surgery like and who do you actually like and which one of the letters are you? And I don't actually know what binary means. So you're gonna have to like pick one of the categories that's already available. Like you have to meet my requirements in order for you to be open. And that's just 
not realistic. Like nobody's asking me how many partners I've had or what. Da, 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 da. Thank the Lord, because the answer would be so sad. <laughs> but just but like nobody's asking me all of those questions in order for me to be an open heterosexual. And so it's just like we have to understand that, like, especially the heterosexual community and especially those who are trying to walk in solidarity. Um, not allies, but we'll talk about why not. But like you're not the gatekeeper and the regulator for how somebody lives their life openly. Like there are no questions that they have to ask, no forms that they need to fill out for you. Nothing that kind of appeases you for them to go about their life. And like, like Joy said, like you're not going to understand a lot of how they live their lives. But ask yourself, is your understanding a requirement for them to be fully themselves? The answer will most likely be no. And usually if it is no, then maybe that's a chance for you to shut up and to just walk. And and to, and to, to that point, I think we don't live in a queer-centered society. Yeah. We live in a very, you know, patriarchal, heteronormative yes. society. Uh, white supremacy, but I'm just... You know, yes, another stuff. as we're we, making yeah, all the liberal We, we, we yes. live in that type of society. So you think of different spaces within the society that are queer-centered, and there are very few that are queer centered and not heteronormative right and so if it if somebody's walking down the street in a queer relationship like they are in what can be considered even in los angeles an unsafe space you know and so like i always take that into consideration when i see pda or when i when i even just see people expressing love in Mm -hmm. a way that is non (laughs) non non-traditional you know And, and because it's like it's not safe even in LA. And so I think that that's something to even keep in my mind. Like, oh, okay. Like, wow, that person feels confident and bold enough mm-hmm. to be in public and to express that knowing that there could be backlash, you know, physical or otherwise just emotional. Yeah. Joy, what about you? What are you learning over there? <laughs> um, what you learning over there? It can be. I'm still processing. Then you ain't got to come up with the whole thing to say. I mean, are we talking about like what I've learned like in this conversation? In this conversation, sure. in life, whatever you okay. feel like you want to offer. Got it. We receive. Um, I have learned, uh, and I guess this is just to go back to what I was saying earlier that like it's okay, mm-hmm. you know, if you're straight, that's okay. If you're gay, <laughs> that's okay. Mm-hmm. If you're bi. <laughs> You know, like, what was that? If you're bi, that's okay. If you identify as something that you weren't born as, I don't mean that in the, maybe I'm not saying that right, but you good, you whatever good. you feel, that's okay. And who doesn't like it, fuck them. I, 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 yes, I can't say that. I can't say that. I can't say that. I can't say that. No, because I you know what you, it, but no, so. but here's the thing. Like, I know what you mean. You're not saying fuck you to the people that you love, because I'll be honest with you. Like, not you, but like for the person who's holding that question, that's, that's the whole. <laughs> that's my, that's my, man, I'm sorry. Go sorry. listen to the Carter's album. Everything is love. <laughs> okay, everything is love. Okay. Yes. Everything is okay. love. Uh, but yeah, my point okay. is that so whole. I'm going to title this everything is love. No, it, okay, at any rate. Okay. What I was trying to say, mm-hmm. you know, uh, <laughs> well, no, what I was trying to say when you said fuck you, I know what you, you weren't saying because I think sometimes there's this defiant, like, rebellious fuck mm-hmm. you. And it's like if somebody, like, I am a grown adult. Yeah. And, and when you, you get to a certain point in your life, you're like, look, mm-hmm. <laughs> fuck it. You don't mean, like, fuck you, like, I hope ill on anybody. It's right, just, right, fuck right. Fuck it. Like, this, it is what it is. That's and people it right who there. are down to roll with it, like, the people who are who are checking for me are checking for me. Yeah, yeah, that part. And that's your what people I think are going to be your people, and who ain't your people? 
Yeah. Thank and you. that's all. And it's okay. Like yeah. something I wanted to touch on earlier was that, you know, in this world, there are a lot of young people who, um, they might not listen to this podcast, but there's young people in everyone's life who might be experiencing what we felt before we could say fuck it. That part. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's okay if you suspect that there may be... If you suspect... Let me just be real. If you suspect that a child might be gay or they have some tendencies, mm-hmm. me personally, I feel like it's okay, if it's your child, to say something to that child. Wait, no? Well, no. I mean, I think... And we got we to gotta roll. We got to wrap with it. Yeah, I mean, we can bring this back. We got to bring it back. But I'm going to come back What I'll say episode. to that, what I just want to land on, because I think mm-hmm. that's an important subject, and that's yeah. why I said... It's never my right or responsibility, even with the child. It is my, I should have followed up with, it is my right, it is my responsibility to demonstrate that I will be there regardless. That part. Yes. So that's, it's maybe yeah. not the hardcore, like hard ask, but yes. it, it is hey, my right. Look, whatever, that's, whatever, that's, what I'm, that's what I meant. Whatever you're going through, yeah. whatever it sees, like, I will be there. That, that part. right and there. I think, and, and one of the things when you guys were talking, I was thinking of, and I was like, you know, if, the heterosexual community could understand the freedom and agency and sexuality mm-hmm. that the LGBTQIA community gives you. I think everybody would under because I think for a person to really be, you can't be a person that's in solidarity with the LGBTQIA community and not question your own sexuality. Woo! You better speak on it. You can't be in proximity to people who are asking those questions and not ask those questions yourself. Yeah, and you not just wonder, right? And not wonder or explore with them, or means. or even to go. You know, I thought about. I just not attracted to women romantically and or that's sexually. Okay, and that's okay to, to say that. But the thing is, is that heterosexuals in some communities don't understand that that's okay to even ask that question. Yeah, and I think that the beauty of the under are. the understanding of of the LGBT community for me is learning like there's freedom and exploration and where you land is okay. And there's the pressure of, I got to land in this certain way because of how people are going to accept me. Your people is your people. That so part. where you land and when, where you go. And if it's like, I think maybe I'm, this is my trajectory. And then you have this mm-hmm. opportunity to change your mind or like, go, oh, maybe that's not it. Or there Come may on, be Tanisha. people who are part of LGBT. That's like, you know, I just happen to fall in love with somebody of the opposite sex. Guess what? That's okay. Yeah. You have the freedom and the agency to explore your sexuality. And if heterosexual people understood the beauty in that, I think that they would be approaching this very differently, but people are scared. And so yeah. the proximity to the LGBT community is like, you got to ask those damn questions and people don't want to ask those questions. Mm-hmm. And so I think that it makes them look inward. Right. And so I think, I mean, this is something we can all jump back in on the next right. episode, but it's real. You really have to like stop, ask. stop right now. Cut it. Cause we don't want to get them too much. Sorry. Don't no, give them too no, much. No, no, but I appreciate that. Come yes, we'll come, come back. back. I appreciate that. Yeah. I just want to say I appreciate that. I just want to lift that up and honor that. I just want to put that in this space. What you just said right there, it hit on so many different levels. And I hope that if you're listening right now, that you rewind it to listen to that again. Because a lot of times I, I joke around and I say, well, Tamisha's, you know, the one who kind of anchors me in my, my <laughs> wild thoughts and my stray thoughts. Wild, and wild, but that right there was a, was a beautiful uh just just a brief beautiful Absolutely. rewind rewind the fucking podcast and listen to what Tamisha <laughs> said again 
and you know what I mean? Because honestly, if I woke up, if I if I came in here tomorrow and told y'all that I was in a romantic relationship with a a, a person who identified as a woman or right. a female presenting, like, y'all would no y'all. It? But what I'm saying is like y'all would probably look at me like, whoa, wait a minute. I because, would. I'd be like, no, but my point is like there's there's a level of like uh, of shock because of maybe how you know me, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. and and. I have to think about my life and, and regardless of what my trajectory is or what I identify as, like how many people in my life would be like, not, not just cool with it, but would give me the space to like be, mm-hmm. to be, mm-hmm. yeah. if that were the case. You yeah. know, if I quit my job, never mind. We're going to, I can we go come back. Different we directions. I'm, I'm learning. I hope you guys are learning. If you're not learning, you need to get learning and we're going to come back next week and continue this. Happy pride month. Keep learning. Support Level Ground by becoming a member for just $5 a month. Learn more about the perks and sign up at onlevelground.org forward slash membership.